Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes and some very unprofessional uh, oh broadcasters across from me. Um, I'm Chris Gallagher and I am joined by the handsome, the handsome one, um, Thank you. Christopher Bowd. I knew that I was, was going to be about yeah, me. It was about I'm you. very handsome. Um, you're <laughs> very handsome. Uh, Bowd, first time you've been on in a while as a guest, usually you, you take over. The host with the most, host. no, no uh, offence meant, Chris. Well, it seems like that is a bit offensive, but no, no uh, Bowd, good to see you, pal. Um, good to be here. You're, you're looking terrific. Uh, the Owl. DJ Darren Jackson. Louis <laughs> That's not. Just to confirm, we don't have Darren Jackson on Sorry, the podcast, yeah. but we do have Louis. You've McCarthy. got the next best thing. The next best no, thing, um, Louis. Ultra positive. Very, very full of uh, vigor and life. Vigor and life. Very happy to be here. Very happy to be here. Terrific stuff. Um, and we've got Kieran, who's taking Thank a big supper. Sip of tea. There's no need for you to try and host. <laughs> Come in with my, you know. Oh, here we go, mate. If uh, if I see you struggling, if I see you floundering, I'll I'll jump in. Don't worry about it. We're we're all. It's just an area for improvement. Did you call me mate? <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. But anyway, hello. I am here. Yes. Yes, Kieran's here. Um, great. We, we, this podcast, I think, probably will be very, very positive because, well, why wouldn't it be? There's no need for us to be cynical every week, even though that's the name of the podcast. Um, but we will be going over looking at certain things um, from yesterday that kind of stood out for, for us and for me specifically. But, Kieran, you were at the game. Um, tell us about the atmosphere, if nothing else. Like, t- tell us about the atmosphere, how, it's, how it felt and what was going on. Uh, I mean, the atmosphere was fantastic. I mean, we were singing like almost from start to finish. They lot just were very quiet at times. I mean, there's nothing really to shout about. As a, as we'll talk about performance, there was it wasn't a performance, so there's nothing to kind of sing about. They just came out with a kind of all the crappy be like snidey horrible bails that they have. The yeah. that's about all they had really. But for us, uh, we were loving it, and and then getting the, I mean, getting the goal. Getting a goal really early, I think. Well, I see. I mean, eleven minutes is still really early. To, um, early, I felt that then appeased the fans a little bit. We got right. We've now got a cushion of a goal. Now we can kind of like let's kind of keep control of the game and then let's get the win. Because at first you're always thinking you're getting super confident. I mean, we were confident for the Parkhead game, but we finished one each. So that was the back of your mind where you can be don't want to be too overconfident. Yeah. And then there's so much expectancy levels put on the players which then might put a bit of pressure. But the players done very well. They get the game started. They got that goal, and then the fans just... It was a party. It was a party for the, for the whole 90 minutes. It was a fantastic, so it was. A party atmosphere uh, for the whole 90 minutes, Chris Bowd. Uh, what were your takes on the actual game itself? It was great. It was, um, it was dominant from Celtic. It was 2-0 going on a lot more. Um, what I noticed straight from the off, most of the games we've had against... Um, Against the Rangers, uh, even though we've even Same the games, yeah, even though we've dominated them, you know, beaten them most of the games we've played, um, they tend to have started off better. They've tended usually yeah, true. first yeah, ten, fifteen that, yeah. minutes. They've they've had a bit. Wasn't the case. We, we were straight out the traps, and we were outplaying them. That first half was ridiculous. Um, they didn't sixty percent possession to forty percent in the first half. I believe. Well, that's how the that's how the overall game finished. Oh, right, I, was I, that I, 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 was I, I was yeah. surprised at because I thought we had a lot more possession. At than one that. point, I seen it as eighty five percent. Yeah, I think that's that was, was in the first ten minutes. It was the first, first in the first full half, but it was the stats were ridiculous from that point of view. Why do you think we got the trap so early? Do you think maybe the last two games have really kind of kicked them? <laughs> I think that might be part of it. Um, it's also a semi final again. We've talked about 
Rogers this season just em- embedding what he wants the guys to do, and I think there was an element of that as well. You know, the further on this season we get, the more our players are going to know what to do. Yeah, do you know? I think one of the, actually, now I come think it was one of the biggest things was Roberts started against either Forest. Roberts wanted the ball. Roberts took the ball and drove at that wee young left back, and you could. I mean, the first half Roberts was fantastic. He was wanting the ball. He was. Tr- <laughs> I didn't bother you. He was driving at that left back. Um, and he was he was getting a lot of success with him, so you could see that the way as he started that he's always he's he's starting to push their defense back the way. Yeah. So obviously they're in a, they're going to have to go in a defensive mode so quickly. So with us obviously the pressure us putting on for them to try and turn it around from being so defensive to kind of try to get control in the game, it was never going to happen. Halliday's challenge in the first three minutes where it should have been a red card. Yeah. But with that, I mean, but then that that signaled Halliday. He then was quiet because. Obviously, he's, he's close to he could host a second yellow card, and I think that and with that, it also seemed to affect Hope. Two of them were just not in the game at all. Yeah, they were I, totally I, lost that midfield. I think you know, obviously, this time last year they were <clears throat> talking about Halliday like he was you know one of the great midfielders in, in British football and stuff like that. Um, Andy Halliday's that was a one-off game for him, and it was due to the fact that Scott Brown was injured and had a poor game. Halliday's really, in my opinion, has been really showed up for the poor player he is. Consistently giving up, not even against us, but consistently giving away um, possession in games, and uh, you know, that's kind of the mainstay of being a midfielder, to hold on to the ball and know when to release it. Uh, Louis, kind of thoughts, initial kind of... Um, <coughs> first half, absolutely fantastic. I think the other thing... I think Rangers or Pedro Cachinha set them up. Um, <laughs> Did you say that? I <coughs> don't know. I think pronounced his name, I'll give him that. Yeah. I, was um, call, I was calling him Coaxo yesterday. <laughs> Jesus. Well, um, no, I, th- I think Pedro set them up similar to how he did uh, in the Aberdeen game. The thing that really annoyed me going into the game was how suddenly, because they'd won 3 0 at Pataudry, it was somehow made out to be some sort of brilliant performance, and it wasn't. They were no. dire against Aberdeen, and the thing was, they sat back. <coughs> they sat back against Aberdeen and and defended basically. Um, they defended very deep and didn't really do much going forward, and that's how he set up against us. It looked as if they were quite happy. They weren't pressing us very high up the pitch at all. Um, we were kind of. It wasn't really until we were getting maybe halfway into their their own half that suddenly they were putting a bit of pressure on the ball and even then it was like Harlem Globetrotter stuff at Celtic at times the way we were passing it about they couldn't get near us they couldn't they, it didn't look as if they could get within a couple of metres of us at any point we were just passing it about willy nilly brilliant some beautiful uh, kind of sequences of play I thought it was excellent but um, obviously you can't do that for the whole 90 minutes and they did they did have a, a wee spell in the second half towards the end of the game when they came back into it but at that point the game was over but I, I think I think I, I know this is being cynical but I still think there was maybe a couple of players in the Celtic team that maybe didn't they didn't quite put in their best performances I think we had more gears to go up I think you could have seen better performances from the likes of Stuart Armstrong for example yeah. I mean if he'd played he the way effect- that he could have played I, I still I, I agree with you Armstrong was still effective um, yeah. he still showed for the yeah. ball he wasn't poor he just wasn't as his, shot, his shot in the first half where he literally bends it round uh, is it Wilson literally bends it round him and it just misses the, the near post Armstrong wasn't um, his most influential yesterday but he was still a f- still creative but, um, but in the, the right areas of the pitch yeah and the thing was I, I think 
we we made it look I think we made it look easy and and the difference between that game and and the the one one game at Celtic Park was huge because we absolutely turned up. I mean, we turned up this time, and every one of those players, I think, I I was worried that they maybe wouldn't, but I thought, you know, your, your best players turn up when they on the big occasions when they yeah. have to, and it absolutely did. The other thing I was going to say is, <clears throat> which is, you don't want to say any kind of negative, but I feel with seeds the domination and the control of the game. We didn't create enough chances. We didn't convert enough chances or create enough chances with the amount of possession, the amount of ball we had. Again, in the final third, we just weren't, we just, we weren't good enough. We just weren't a lot of chances. That, that, that was a lot to do with how many players they had confined into a tight space. At one point, they had 11 men behind the ball. Like, they had 11 men behind the ball. And you know what You know what we always say, how tough that is? You know, do, do you know, I, just quickly, you know, I was reading an article about the game this morning. Um, you can read? Yeah, I can. And um, I, I, they said that, I can't remember who it was that wrote it, but they had said that if you had put motherwell kits on those Rangers players, you, you wouldn't have been surprised. You know, like it, it was a, a, t- a typical kind of... SPL game when we're playing against teams that are just sitting in trying to defend for their lives and when we look a hell of a lot better that's what that's what it looked like yeah I mean we'll get to kind of the issues with Rangers probably will again be talked about like they're going to be our biggest challenges next season um, they do have a lot of issues and we'll kind of I've got some thoughts on the actual Rangers team point I'll make before we get to that is that um, I thought Dodo when he came on looked Looked all right. Looked good. That's two times yeah, he came yeah. on Aberdeen and against us. He's on loan Thistle though as well. He came on against us. No, they bought him. No, I think he's on loan, is he not? No, he's on loan for Spurs. Ah, he's on loan from Spurs. I thought they bought. I don't know. I don't know. Really bought me. I thought Spurs. he was at Leicester and he got released from Leicester. No. Oh, maybe they'll do it. No, no. Check that. Google. I'll Google it now. Um, but no, they'll do like them. Looked a quite impressive player. Um, I bet. Let's talk more about Celtic. Of course. Well, the other point there and you're saying they'll be talked about as our, our big rivals next season it's still happening this season and what well, they're talked about like our biggest rivals aye, yeah second place in the league Aberdeen final league cup final Aberdeen Celtic this final Aberdeen Celtic now Aberdeen are poor they've gotten worse they're still the second best team in Scotland by a long margin I think that's proven by the fact yeah. that they've it's been in two finals the they, uh, yeah it's proven by the table I mean league table over. and two finals what more can you you asking them? They did sign him for your deal. Did they? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. That's I, 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 you were obviously convinced of that as well. It must have been another player they had in. Um, but obviously, Callum McGregor, uh, I've criticised him on many a time. I, I, I feel, um, I still feel that he's maybe not going to be a first team player for us. Wrong. No, that's not true. He's not going to play in the first team for us every every season. Squad player, I'll yeah, okay. Do you know what? Good squad player, but I'm not going to take away from the fact he was he he was very energetic. He was very um, effective yesterday, and I thought his finish is one of the best, most controlled finishes I've seen at Celtic um, at, for Celtic at Hampden in a very long time. Um, the biggest criticism I've given him personally is that if he's got time in the space. He, you know, we can talk. We can always go back to Munich and Gladbach, but it happened in a couple of league games where he'd been given time and space in the box, and he consistently chooses the wrong option. He, I'm one of the greatest finishes I've ever seen. He just the, the role, like Dembele, his hold up play was that's Dembele at his best. 
Well, um, takes uh, two players at the game, rolls it up, and boom. It all starts from, you're, you're forgetting, it all starts from Mika. Oh, no, plays no, a phenomenal ball, must be 60, 70 yards. Is it the greatest ball of all time? It could well be. Thank you, Chris. Um, Dembele's control, as you said, is, again, just a class above. And then um, a finish that, that, that matches that control on that ball quite easily. It's, it's funny, though, because it's probably one of the most route one goals you'll ever see from a team that loves to play football. Yeah, um, you absolutely. Know, um, Michael, to, to, as, as Bout says, to um, Dembles and then the, the, the running midfielder from, from deep. You know, who, you know who he was in that moment? Lionel Messi. How many times have you seen Lionel Messi score a goal with that? Never, with because absolute, it was a better goal than any of the 500 <laughs> he scored for With an absolute just class and technique to just pass the ball into the net like he did didn't break the stride and just passed it in it was stunning but this is the thing I think I think individuals on this podcast and the the wider general public McGregor needs McGregor needs his credit he deserves he absolutely deserves not just for that goal but for his overall play and what he brings to the team I think he, he, he deserves a level of respect that he just doesn't get and I think he is going to be I think he's he's getting better and I think he who's in could the team? Who's in the team? Rodgick or Armstrong? Um, sorry, Rodgick uh, um, Rodgick or McGregor? Um, everyone's and, and the, the problem that Karl Mack has is that midfield is really strong but you're absolutely right he brings energy um it's his decision we spoke yeah. about it it's his decision making that's the only thing if he if he can improve that which I have no doubt that Brendan Rodgers will, will help him improve I genuinely think he can he can really kick on I, I mean that's the biggest criticism that's the only real big criticism I have yeah because he's it's got a, the technique he's got the technique and as, as Brendan Rodgers says yesterday he's tactically very very aware he knows at what part of the pitch he should be at what passage of play I understand that but decision making is a massive part of any football's game now can he improve it Fingers crossed. And I, I will admit he's improved over the last maybe two or three months when he has been playing because of Rodgick's injury. He's came in and he's done a terrific job. There's no doubt about it. But he, yeah, and I'm not going to criticise him because he, that, honestly, that's one of my favourite goals I've ever seen at Hamden for Celtic. Still, still only 23. Yeah. yeah plenty that, of, plenty yeah. of time to grow and develop. I mean, and Brendan, we know, can make players better. He's already done it with uh, Calmack this season and he'll continue to do it. Yeah. Um, and Brendan obviously sees something in him because he speaks very highly. This means not this, not this one thing. But the last time Henderson was in the squad oh. was a while ago. Kawasi being there, um, you know, it probably means the end of um, uh, young Christie. I don't, can't, I can't really because we're going to buy in the summer as well. Yeah. So uh, as, as you know, McGregor will. If McGregor stays in the squad, he'll be there on merit, and I don't, I don't doubt that at all, and I don't question that. Just I find him frustrating at times. That's the only thing with him. I find him frustrating in his choice of um, options. But it reminds me of a young Scott Brown. There's also that reason as well because he can play a number of positions. I think Rogers has said already this season he's played five positions for him in that team. Yeah, which is a mixture. It's, it's more so to do with he made more of a reference to the midfield formation. Whether it be a three or whether it be a diamond, he's played at the left of the diamond, the right of the diamond. He's played played at the top. He's played left back. Yeah, um, he's played left wing back. So that's the fact. But I mean, that's a very versatile player that you you kind of want because, of course, the saves having two people for one position. He's one that can cover a number of positions. But what I would say, what I would say, about McGregor from a very positive point of view is um, his technique is great, as you point out, Louis. But his adaptability isn't just shoehorning him in 
because there's something you know we need to show her on this guy and whenever he plays in any of those positions it's because he's his adaptability means he's going to perform there at a higher level Hmm. So it's not like he's going to be um, showing up a situation because he'll come in and he'll do a job. He's he's been brought into certain different positions because of how good he is. Like Stewart can't play in the left. Yeah. We saw that. We saw that from last season. Stewart is maybe not as adaptable as Cal Mack. Stewart can maybe play two positions: central midfield or the sort of ten top of the diamond or the bottom of the diamond, but in that central midfield area, McGregor's got that. As Bout says, you know, if, you know, uh, Robert Rogers um, improving him. He's got that, but. Skill set, but I mean, his his pace and acceleration is we we don't. I'd, Armstrong is Armstrong. Armstrong's is a far f- better player. Let's not. No, no. I, I, I'm just purely talking about it in terms of speed and and being able to run at defenses. Armstrong is uh, is pacey, I suppose, but I, I, I think McGregor's get- far greater, far greater pace. Uh, McGreg- McGregor's and he's got the technique to run very, very quickly I'm, with I the ball. Burst of, burst of pace. Armstrong's, got, Armstrong's got a bigger stride. I think Armstrong will. He looks a bit cumbersome sometimes. Yeah, he'll, he'll cover more ground over a shorter space area. But Arms, um, McGregor, I think, is probably faster over ten yards. Yeah, um, probably one of the fastest in the squad. And you, and you need that sometimes. Um, well, I mean, we'll look at um, Saturday because we've got a lot of big choices to make from a personnel point of view um, Griffiths came on looked sharp um, what are you looking at me confused just the way you said there's a number of decisions to make I'm really confused why is a number number two it's <laughs> <As> a number <laughs> um, Griffiths came on uh, for Dembele so we don't know the extent well as we record this on Tuesday we don't know the extent of Dembele's this is um, Monday Monday, sorry, it'll be available on Tuesday. We don't know the extent of Dembele's injury. It looked a horrible one from Kieran. I know you were at the game, but from you know we saw it on TV that um, he pulls up, um, kind of clatters into the, the advertising board, and then as soon as he puts any weight on his leg, he starts doing the substitution side. See, that was a confusion the game because I could hear people. I didn't quite see the, the, what happened after, but people were thinking that he'd actually injured himself by hitting the advertising board. No, yeah. you, can see, you can actually see but it's the pull from where he does the back heel. Yeah, basically. Which is quite a weird one because it's, it, well, I know there's ways around it, but it's not an overextension of his leg. You know how sometimes if, like, when when players like do lunge. their hamstrings, they, they've got a big lunge and long leg trying to reach a ball or something Aye. and they're kind of overstretching the hamstring, but his was just the kind of small thing, but but he's running at pace and doing that it just questions on how fit he was co- to come back and was he fully fit to be back in the team but you've got to assume he would have been yeah I don't think Rodgers would have taken a risk on him but then again I which proved Rodgers because he never started Rodgers he kept Rodgers on the bench well talking of Rodgers we'll, we'll get there in a minute I wanted to kind of focus on uh, the Griff um, the Griff Bowed the Griff the G-man um, you know we talk about moments in games and we talk about you know Louis, you always talk about uh, Rog Rogic or Rogic's feet. Um and you know, Oh god, those feet sensational, right? But see the touch from Griffiths when he gets the ball under control to move uh, to take the ball away from uh, Tra- Tavernier or what do you call him? Uh it was in my opinion a sensational piece of skill just to get there and kinda move on. Uh still apparently. Oh, oh all day long. Oh, Two right. penalties, so he's kicked them twice. It is a still so it's a stonewall penalty. Aye. I've seen somewhere that someone's made. I think Tavernier's claiming that yeah. Griffiths said to him that it wasn't a penalty. Bollocks. It's lie. Ah, Griffiths came out on Twitter and said it was a penalty. Yeah. So so Tavernier was just talking he, he, he hacks him back and then he kicks him forward. Also, oh, no point that Tavernier. I've not actually seen this again, actually. But at no point Tavernier's anywhere near the ball. I don't think it was anywhere near the ball. 
doesn't touch it, so it is a stone ball penalty. Oh, it's a stone ball all day long. Because I try to put Griffiths got to the ball before he did. And Griffiths touched touch, it, touch and he's takes co- away, and then he cleared so out. I try to put pressure against it. Oh, that Don Robertson gave yeah. the penalty because of what happened last week. I, I think I turn on. I think a number of ta- at least one tabloid instead of having Celtic uh, win the semi final. Like, I know this is all the headline. <laughs> right, but instead of having you know Celtic victorious at Hamden, they've got uh, it was never a penalty. Like was the back back page. It's like I think it's the, the Daily Record. That's like uh, it wasn't a penalty, and it's a picture of travelling here. What we call them, um, and it's like Griffiths said it wasn't a penalty. But it's a penalty. But even even if Griffith says it's not a penalty, it is a penalty. It is yeah. a penalty. Yeah, absolutely, it's a penalty. So like, there's who gives a fuck if if the guy who got fit in by the way he didn't say it. He's a liar. Yeah, or he maybe said it sarcastically. Who's yeah. to say? Aye, who's to say, Chris? We're having a terrific time here. What you would have seen as well was after the penalty was awarded and before they were taking it, half the players, half the players were applauding Boyata for the initial, obviously winning the ball in the pass. Aye, out to part. I mean, they were, they were applauding him, but Boyata wasn't paying attention. But they kept doing it to make sure Boyata seen them Aye. doing that. So I don't know. A psychological thing. Boyata, I, Boyata at times looked a bit nervous. I but it was, I, it was like, can I obviously to give him confidence, but they made they made they made more of a a point of doing it for some reason, which I, I, just to boost his confidence. I mean, but Boyata, good guys, yeah. good yeah, fellas. But did, anyone, but did they do did they do it for uh, Lustig's pass? But Lustig doesn't need any confidence. It's fucking Michael Lustig. I don't think Boyata needs confidence now he's been playing I do I do I think Boyata's your ultimate confidence player you know we talk about Gary Mackay Stephen I think, I think Boyata's the same uh, Louis in the back there with the hand up um, I think <laughs> that was alright yeah. I think I think I like Boyata I I'm really like Boyata and I, I think Boyata and Yozo that's your two that's your centre no, half partnership and that's the one that's got to be given the last five games in the, in the league and let it let it grow but I think going into next next season into the, the qualifiers they're your two centre-halves I don't think there's a question about that to be honest and, and I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I, no matter what we think I think that's that's who Rodgers will send out aye, those I, two guys I, I also think the right decision based on I also think Boyata I, I, I think we're going to benefit from giving him a giving him a chance and 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 giving him some some time. I just feel Boyata, I think we'll get a player out of him. I find I, I found that Boyata um, isn't comfortable on the ball um, with when it, when the ball when Gordon gives him the ball back when they do those sort of little one twos whenever there's pressure and the ball's given to Boyata. I feel he's really uncomfortable with it um, as your sort of um, ball out. I, th- I think the, the longer he's on on the ball the more nervous he becomes and he doesn't know the right path. Now, that's, I'm not saying that that's not a bad player. That's just someone who is develop, changing his game, just like yep. Gordon was. If, if, he's the, if he's the out ball from the back, um, he seems sometimes can seem a bit nervous. What are you going to say? Well, see, that, that's another thing as well. Gordon, at times, has to just launch it up the park. There was a one point where they kind of passed it to aye, each other. Aye. Boyata was in the corner flag aye, that's... and he was still putting it back to him. It's like... And he's, he's way back there under pressure, which obviously would end up going out for a throw-in for Rangers. But at one point, we're going, just launch it. I was, I was thinking to myself, does Rogers not like the keeper kicking the ball up the field anymore? But I do. Gordon's done a f- he has done a few where he's kicked it out up the field. I, I think seeing that but, situation, I own it. I think um, Gordon wants to kick it out. I just don't think that. I think Rogers is telling him in every situation because they well, basically well, that's, that's what suck, they said, suck them in and get out ball. Not because there was a, they did kind of do long kicks. There might be no, there might be times where he doesn't have an option. There might be times where he has to. But did, I, I think I think that Gold, one he could have just launched it to get it back to. Did anyone listen to the um, 
Craig Gordon interview on the Graham Hunter podcast? Not yet. No. To do. <coughs> it was quite good. He was um he was obviously talking about how his roles changed under Rogers and he's had to learn a, a side to the game that he's he's never known. Um and he was talking about about the kind of technical kind of way it works and stuff and it's so it's the thing that they've been working on and they've they've been trying to learn is the centre halves, the position that they should be in when he has the ball. So all the players know what position they should be in if the goalkeeper's got the ball so that he can then make a pass to them. And when they're out of position, they've got certain positions that they need to get back into yeah. to help him out. And then he's got... So he should always have the option of like three or four passes at any one time because the players have... And that's what they've been trying to improve on and improve on. So... it. it, it he went into a, a bit more detail than that. I can't quite remember, but it was it was interesting. I, I mean, I, I think in order for him to improve, he's got to have, especially the centre halves, doing their job correctly and being available for a pass. But they are getting. I think they are getting better at it. I think it's we need to have a settled centre half pairing, which yeah. we've not really had. I think, and yet Boyata, fun, like it's funny because when Boyata came in at the beginning of the year. And he's more or less been in ever since. He's played more than the other two. Exactly. And yeah. but that Brendan Rogers must see something in him that he really, really likes in order to do that. Um Boyata does make me nervous at times. Um he does look like he's got a gaff or two in him now. Well he did have when he had that ball at one point at his feet and he ended up had time to get rid of it, but then held it for too long and then was um I think it was Wycon and Miller pressured them and yeah. got the ball off him, and yeah. then they were away. Um, obviously, the St Johnston one as well, and I'm not. I'm not saying that he's, man, that makes him a bad player. It just it makes me a little bit nervous. I'm. I know, we'll get to the end of the season. We can go over what we're looking forward to and what we've seen from this season. But I still feel, feel our three centre halves. Not none of them really fill me with confidence. Even Jozo. Jozo. People keep saying there's a oh he looks a player. I, I think potentially with someone differently sitting beside him. I just feel like we've got two. We get we get Boyata, who, uh, as we discussed in a podcast before, actually hasn't got that much experience at 24, 25. Um, you've got Jozo, who's twenty one. You know, Eric doesn't have that much experience. It's just three guys who would do with. Now we talked about Colo Torre last last week. I mean, obviously we're we're not going to go for John Terry, but I I, I personally feel and someone who just a little bit more experience at the back going into the Champions League qualifiers but that's something we can kind of f- focus on um, kind of moving forward um, what do we think about I mean Griffiths um, we didn't really finish the top Griffiths looked sharp Kim. I did that definitely it's <laughs> 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 a good answer it's a good answer he did made some good runs obviously one as a penalty yeah um, was always looking for the ball and times he came and I come over beside uh, Roberts and was kind of two of them were linking ready to come on though what was that all about? Had what? to go get changed. Aye, uh, took a while to get, and then the ball didn't go to play for ages. Aye, because the ball didn't go. That's the reason. No, no, but he wasn't ready right away. Aye, well, no. After having, <laughs> well, after no. No, it was about fifteen minutes. Fifteen twenty minutes. No, uh, it was more towards half an hour. It was twenty minutes. But cause I, cause as soon as Dembele did that, Griffiths came out for a wee bit of a warm up. He was running up and down the side of the park. And then, then we, we're on a podcast, an audio podcast. I went as soon as Dembele did that. <laughs> <laughs> Signal that he was going to be subbed. 
Griffiths went for a bit of a warm up and then obviously Rogers said, right, go get yourself ready. He got himself ready within about two minutes, but it was standing at the sidelines yeah. for about it's a two, massive, five some, minutes before. It's a massive it. chance for him. And and in many ways, you know, it's I mean, a huge opportunity <coughs> for him to really and, stake his and claim. Do you know Sa- Saturday's game is going to be right up his street because they've they they will they have, have to come they, out. They will they, have to they, attack they, us, so we're going to play in the counter. And that's the thing: we don't. I don't think we now under Brendan Rodgers we do not play um, the way that Griffiths would want us to play like Griffiths to me he, he, he's the player who plays off the shoulder of the last defender you you run the ball into the channels you know hit it into space let him run run after it that's Griffiths' game and we don't really do that very often do you know Griffiths is a better version of Kenny Miller Mm. Kenny Miller and Griffiths have got very similar it's very similar traits they're, they're pacey See, they run into space they run across the line they um, the last the shoulder of the last defender see when he took that ball he that took was the touch superb. for that that ball, that ball over the top and he took it down and then hit it first time t- uh, Wes Fodderingham saved it that was that was stunning Griffiths came on in the 34th minute but Dembele I think was injured probably in about 24th. the 30th it was, no it was 24th no, it was close to 10 minutes before Griffiths came on I'm sure I heard a guy behind me saying that. Uh, saying that and and that's nearly 10 minutes we've been playing with 10 men. And you know, I loved I loved the fact that Brendan Rodgers got us all to, to switch into defensive mode during that 10 minutes where we didn't have, we, when we were short of players, and we just sat and we're quite happy for them to have the ball and kind of about a halfway line, and we just went, no, we're going to wait. That was smart. Got us. Bowdy got his, got his. I was pitch. playing an alright. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. He's made mm-hmm. us. What we're all part. We are Celtic. We are. Uh, Chris, um, Pat Roberts. <coughs> aye, yeah, phenomenal game from <laughs> Pat Roberts. Yep. Uh, aye. Running a bit, not that. We should sign him. <laughs> Good input. Um, his ball for Griffiths was nothing short of exceptional for the penalty. Ball up the line. Yep, I would agree with that. It was. Uh, no, no, Kieran doesn't like it. Kieran's. You know you don't have a microphone right now. Yeah, no, it's a great ball from Roberts, but um, really, when you're talking about the midfield, I'll tell you somebody who did play phenomenally. Oh, I like this, Scott Brown. Scott Brown was the Scott Brown had an. It's a simple stuff. We talked about the domination of the midfield and keeping the ball. And he does this in a lot of games and it doesn't get shouted out. He'll make a simple pass, but what he does then is he gets into space and, and makes himself available for the next pass. There was a good period, 10 minutes, where we kept the ball and it was just Scott Brown basically passing the ball between someone else and himself over and over again. He's, one a, too. he's a phenomenal midfielder. Midfield general. Um, in my opinion... Um, Scott Brown was was utterly superb yesterday. He got man of the match, but for his influence in the game, I would have given it to Pat. Um, I thought Roberts was nothing short. I'd, why are you shaking your head? Did you, see you that called game him yesterday? Pat? I think it's his main issue. Well, I call him Pat because Brendan calls him Pat. I actually call him Pat because oh. Sir Manny calls him Pat. <coughs> but he was nothing short of sensational. And if you can't see that, then you're off the podcast forever. So choose your words wisely. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He was. Nah, no, he was. He was. Um, we're not going to say. It, do, it, 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 it done a lot more than what uh, Scott Sinclair did. Scott Sinclair, I thought, was quite quiet. I thought again. Scott Sinclair was again effective whenever he had his use of the ball was was fine and effective, but uh, not effective. Uh, well, it was. Oh. It was. Uh, 
Effective to an extent. Chris, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Why do we not give the ball to him as much? Um, because see, when he first came in, it's, I don't know if it was a, a, a mentality within the team of, it's Scott Sinclair, he's, he's class, let's just give the ball to him, just give it to him and let him do something. Because that's how it was, that's how it seemed to be at the beginning of the season. Now, I don't think we utilise him as much. I don't know if maybe he's always, obviously other teams will be, be singling him out, maybe doubling up on him. Why do we not do that? Get the ball to him and let him really try and take on the fullback. A bit like what the way Paddy was doing it, but I feel as if we should be. We're maybe not using him enough. I think it comes down to two things. I think um, because Roberts, um, as Kieran said, like he started that game on fire, like he genuinely wanted to really impress, and he did, and he was very, very influential. Um, Everything was kind of going down his side, certainly in the first half. Um, we were attacking down the right-hand side. Maybe that was um, seeing the inexperience of Beerman. Maybe that was just because we, we, you know, that was the focus that we wanted to have. Um, but Sinclair, as much as it is from a tactical point of view, us focusing maybe down one wing, um, he doesn't seem to be getting into the game as much of his own volition. Mm. Um, you know, him and Tierney, clearly uh, two of our best players down that one-hand side. I thought Tierney was was okay yesterday. I thought he, he, he never has a bad game. He didn't have a bad game in any way or form. But um, I, I just feel um, I feel Sinclair isn't um, getting into the game of his own volition, let alone being brought into the game. I, I don't really know why. What do you think, Kieran? I mean, he was quiet, um, but he's been quiet for a while, and that was a terrible penalty. <laughs> a fucking t- terrible keeper should have saved that. Well, he got two hands to it, and the sheer power from Sinclair meant it went in. So excellent point. Take it back. Fantastic penalty. What, what's your thoughts, Kieran? What Kieran Bowd thoughts on Sinclair I, and how he's played? I think he has. I think he has doubled up an awful lot. Um, I think a lot. I think a lot of teams do respect the fact that Sinclair is probably the, the more talented in the team. Um, and when he's got the ball, when he drives, I mean, you see some of the when he is he's wonderful involved when he's driving the defender and cuts in. When he cuts in, and if he's got an option at goal, Magical. a gap is going in. So it is. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's the, the, base, the best way to deal with him is keep him out, out wide. Yeah. Sometimes you feel if they double up, the, the midfielder will come over, and that stops that, that opportunity for him to cut inside. So he has to stay outside. Yeah. Um, and that's why you can see that he doesn't really get involved as much. I get a lot of times as well, he floats in at the centre an awful lot now. I've he, noticed he, does, he does that quite a bit, yeah. Because it seems at times when you watch, like we've said before, there's some games where we don't set up as a back three, but see when we move forward, it becomes a back three because Lustig doesn't go up. Tierney's really high up, but and that because of that forces Sinclair inside. Yeah. And Sinclair gets lost inside. I think Sinclair, we should be playing more with Sinclair being a winger starting with the ball in the wing and then driving. Kind of, kind of like, I'm not going to compare him to it, but kind of to Thierry Henry, the way he played, he would like to sit on, he would like to hug the, the byline, get the ball and then just drive in the way yeah. and have a strike. Whereas at times, when we see Sinclair doing that, it works, but Sinclair starts, is drifting into the middle too much and kind of getting lost. Yeah, I mean, the, the ultimate point is he is probably player of the year for us. He's probably player of the year in Scotland. Um, his form has dipped a little bit, but nothing that I would be, con- I don't care no. about us would be concerned about. Um, but as I say, I, don't, I thought it was a shite penalty. I thought the keeper should have saved it. Um, doesn't matter as long as it goes in. Um, Bowd, uh, there's a question from Derek at the boy Moz. 
Um, massive Morris. Always, fan. yep. Yeah, good to hear uh, thanks from for, Des. Yep, the man. Uh, the fact Bitterman wasn't on the bench yesterday. If Brown's red card is upheld, do you think Brendan will throw a buoy in on Saturday? And right, I want to focus on that. That I don't want to focus on the last point because we'll get to that. But the fact that Bitterman wasn't on the bench yesterday, do you think his time is up? Because we've not had your thoughts on it in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I've, I've talked about this in the pod. I don't know if you, you listen to all the podcasts, Chris. Um, yeah, no, I think Bitterman's <laughs> gone in the summer, if I'm honest. Um, don't, no need to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been lying this whole time? And this is you, the first time you've been honest. What? <laughs> why Bitton, would you use the yeah. phrase if I'm being honest like why would you lie about your opinion on Bitton leaving I'll move this on Louis <laughs> nah I'm not joking thoughts go Chris yeah no I think we've spent a lot of money on Abui so I think he's gonna um, be coming into the squad as Bitton's replacement and Bitton will be getting sold on a um, couple to of million to some championship club Derby you can't be playing Abui on Saturday but we'll get to that you can't yeah, be doing that absolutely mm can we'll get to that in a minute but do you think do you think um that was almost a sign that bit on bit on's gone a slap in his wee face aye 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 do you know do you know i never i never even noticed the fact that he wasn't he wasn't on the bench but that's that's good in a way i'm i'm in a way i'm kind of glad that abu was on and on the bench and he wasn't because at one point, we had both of them on the bench, which was just daft. I mean, there are two yeah. players going to do the same job. You choose one, and, and that's that's your defensive midfielder that comes up to shore things up or whatever. Well, it depends on um, the rest of the squad, mind you. So that might dictate the fact yeah, that true. there. But uh, he is, he is going to go, and and, that, and that's that's fine. I mean, uh, Neil Beaton is not the Neil Beaton of two years ago. If anything, he's, he's far uh, Beaton. Um, compared to oh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> 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 I thought that was quite funny. He's the, uh, he's farther away, bit on than he was. Move it on, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, like I said, I've said a, a couple of weeks ago, I feel that bit on was due to go in January, but seeing Rodgers was injured and it was quite a serious injury, I think he thought, you know what, that's my chance to get back into the team now. And he played, he, he, start, he started it, 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 every game for the first but two then, months. There were a couple of performances where he wasn't. He was just too slow. He was. He wasn't letting the ball move around too quickly enough. And I think it was one game he got subbed at half time because of it. And I think at that point we haven't seen him since because McGregor's come in yeah. and like we've said before with McGregor's energy and his pace, he keeps the ball flowing a bit a bit better. Yeah. And because of that, we've never seen Bitton sit Bitton since it. I, th- I think that, you know. I remember when we were talking about Bitton over the last couple of years, though, the last couple of seasons, like it was kind of brought up that he slows the pace down whenever he could. And I, my sort of idea, sort of argument for him being in the team was, well, he's so technically gifted that if you tell him to move it at a faster pace, he will. But he just kind of hasn't. And that is the thing about McGregor's basically taken Bitton's place. Mm. He's not. He's not. He's taken his his place in the first team when there's been uh, an option when Sam hasn't been there, and he's pretty much taken his place on the bench now as well. So I mean, as I said, we've, we've been critical of McGregor in the past, but I personally would probably like I like to see him ahead of Bitton now. I think Bitton's time is up at Celtic, and uh, yeah, it's just a shame that when he gets semi cool hair that he um, he has to go. Usually it's the other way around. Am I right, Chris? I. That is not semi-cool hair. That's a travesty. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't have any. 
I can tell you, I feel a would little you bit take sad it? inside. Would you take it? No, <laughs> I, I prefer the Baldo look to <laughs> what he's got. Once a Baldo, always a Baldo. As far as I'm aware, <laughs> once you go bald, you you can't get it. Can't get hair. There's all sorts of medical cures, but I wouldn't use that. <laughs> not gonna, I'm not going to juice my head with that nonsense. Um, we got a, so a comment from George. Just um, what's the best word to describe how many how good Celtic were yesterday? One word. Three, two, one. Kieran. Phenomenal. Louis. Oh Jesus! Come on. You're a teacher. Gonna go to bowed. Bowed. Dominating. Hello. I like that. Uh, Louis. Fluent. Fluent isn't a word. That's <laughs> what? Just use sexual. No, I want to say sexual. That's your word. You don't put words in my mouth, especially sexual words. <laughs> <laughs> Fluent, stunning. stunning. Well, they were very fluent, weren't they? Fluent. Do, do you mean fluid? No. no. Fluent as a word, Chris. What I, you know, I know what the word fluent is. You, you said it was the word. Two things at once. Fluent. Oh Jesus! They were good. Good. They were great. No, they were stunning. Oh, Jesus, one there more. Stunning. <laughs> stunning. Um, mines would be terrific. A um, few other things. But before we go to that, um, Bowd, what were your thoughts on Rangers? Uh, actually, before we get to that, um, Andy Halliday's tackle. Disgusting. Um, it was three minutes into the game. Um, there was no intent for the ball. Like even cl- There was no... no, that, no was nothing I mean, that was the marker I think they wanted to put down was... We're going to batter you about this pitch, yeah. And even though there was some kind of quite rough tackles, hard tackles coming from the just players as the game went on, but he, he looked like he was going to go. Do you know what? I'm going to boss this midfield, and this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to fly him with a tackle, <laughs> and he went just a bit over overzealous with it, I, and was lucky to get yoga. Because when you look, at, when you compare that to Scott Brown's last week, well, I mean, they're very very similar. They're it's, not very similar. Andy Halliday's is a red Andy, card. Andy, Andy, Andy Halliday's is a red card. Old Scott old. Brown's is debatable. People have di- people have different oh, no, different. Well, pe- well, people do have different opinions on it. There's, there's but he's not. He, but Halliday was never at one point showing his studs up at all. Whereas Brown and his studs, he drop kicks his ankle. It's a flying drop. What side are you on? I'm just in the Don both Robertson. I'm just in the both the same. I don't they're know. both are red cards. I think. I think. Uh, well, I, I think it's a. a re- I think it's a d- shocking. I'm, I, I think we're, we should it? all be lucky that Paddy's still alive. He's <laughs> 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 been in you. It's a tackle, no a bloody assassination. Is it? Well, well, it was close. Mm-hmm. Bowed thoughts right. on on that tackle and comparisons to Scott Brown. I know we've I, just kind of said I, it, but yeah, I literally just answered you. It's a, it's a definite <laughs> red card. It's not comparable to the Scott Brown one because Scott Brown was a yellow card. It's a good point. You did just answer it. Andy Halliday, red card all long, much worse than Scott Brown's tackle. And what you've done is you've summarised your point very well <laughs> as well. Uh, but fluently. Andy, Hall- <laughs> fluently. And Andy Halliday, that was absolutely shocking. I've got two other ones though. Um, I watched the highlights again today. Um, the Rogic one, there's one where Rogic, oh, that was a stamp. He stamps down on oh, Rogic. Oh, on Rogic? I thought, on Rogic. I, thought about, I thought you were talking about the Rogic tackle himself. The, the Rogic tackle was the No, no, we're not talking about that. Um, Lunch, but on. Um, the tackle from... Was that just outside the box? It was right outside the box. And it gets played on. It was not even played on, it was... He never... He basically played on. Because he had to go Bates, back for it. It was Bates, and uh, I've watched it twice. It's a stamping motion down on, on Rogic's sort of foot, but... He, and you know, if he, if he just misses his... his, his right, his if he'd connected, foot, if he, I'd have been up there. Aye. And then, but then you, I just stamped in his neck. But that was right on the that was on the the right on the edge of the box and play on. And also, was there not one t- 
Tavernier not gone two footed in a tackle? Did, ta- he not, did he not leave the ground and yeah. lunge in? I know he won the ball. There was uh, one. There was, there was one where was, did he actually uh, yeah. lunge in two feet about. off the ground? Yeah, yep. just in front of the dugouts. You know, like we saw it in replay, it, and it was, it was it was marked up. It, it was a foul. A foul was given, but if he technically went in with that, won the ball. Why is it a foul? And if he's flagged up for a foul, why is it not a red card? Because he's been lunging in with two feet. Yeah, Beerman also so it was did a weird decision. Beerman also did Paddy or Pat Roberts um, really bad tackle. Gets booked for it, and then literally with from the free kick he takes him down again with another really really bad tackle should have been a second jail and he should have been off essentially they could have had three sendings off the reason they didn't foul us more is because they couldn't get near us yeah. the only time they could get near us is when we were running at them and they, really they literally stamped um, it's just vile um, also the Rangers I watched the Rangers uh, Rangers TV commentary of the game of the first goal and it's um the Lustig's fantastic ball in um Dembele with a, a sublime touch to control it and then pass <laughs> the guy says um the first touch from Dembele there not the best <laughs> just like what <laughs> you'd fucking love a first touch like that love it another thing as well I think coming out from the Rangers team was was quite fun to to hear was uh, Joey Gardner as the fact of I think the only touch he actually had was a knock on header. Yeah. But I don't have any confirmation how many touches he had, but it must be lucky if he got any half a dozen. Um someone mentioned in work today like that um he hadn't touched the ball at all and I knew that I knew that wasn't true, but the handful of touches the guy's an absolute waste of space. And yeah, he's usually a, a kind of snidey wee guy where he would be gonna be some wee uh, sneaky tackles and kinda of going in a wee bit hard. But again, you get nowhere near any of their defenders. Yeah. To even get get any kind of kind of um snidey tackle on. Um just looking at um Pedro the Rangers guy. Cashinha. Uh Coaxo, as I call him, for whatever reason. Um you know the whole idea of um him sort of describing tactics post match um, using the glasses and all that. He's been heavily mocked and heavily criticised for it. Uh correctly so, maybe? It just sounds like a bit of a fud. Like, it just—I—I I don't know. I, I feel as if, like, I'm—I'm I'm all for talking tactics, and and that's that's great. You want to use glasses? Brilliant. I mean, he's illustrating this point. Great, but he's doing it every single every single week. It's like a strange approach, as if he's trying to prove that he knows what he's talking about or something. Like every press conference. Predicting the opposition team and giving it out to the journalists—that's weird. And then sitting talking about how you know this is what they've been doing in their last couple of games, and like you don't need to give that to the press. And and the whole explaining explaining it with a glass—I don't—I just don't think it's needed. Like if you look at the way Brendan Rogers handles the media compared to him. It just looks like one is professional and knows what he's doing, and the other one is kind of trying too hard. I mean, you don't need to give all, give it all away. I, I, he, I think we should encourage our managers to talk about tactics, but um, I, I don't necessarily think he did it in the most concise way. The given team sheets out and stuff before the game, that's it's just clearly... A, I think, that's just a stupid I game. think that's no, a bit disrespectful. I think it's a bit disrespectful, he's, though. No, but the way I see it, he, he's, he's, right. he's, he's, he's trying to the take them out. So the, 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 the away manager names his team and it's the same, and therefore he looks like a big man 
and people maybe start giving them respect or the manager changes the team and then does, does that get in the players' heads and his head? And You're I don't think it's necessarily working. What, but it's, that's what I thought was really interesting um, is he said we were expecting Celtic to play this specific type of, of way. Um, they didn't and we couldn't deal with it. I think he's that's literally gen- what he said. Which genuine- I find bizarre for a football man. That's you know, um, there's been plenty of managers that have played um, managed in this country in the past who have been criticised. I mean, your boy who was there before, he was criticised because he only had one plan; he could only do one thing. But if you you need to be a, you have to be pragmatic and a bit um, adaptable w- within a game. If you know something's not working and you can't change your tactics to, you know, and adjust, combat, adjust in combat, then. I found that was a. a I really think he's clueless. I, I genuinely think the guy's clueless. He'll not. He'll not be there. And at this time next season, he'll not be there. My, my take on no him chance. is that he's a guy who was offered a job um, that he probably never would have thought about being offered. I don't think he ever had aspirations to become Rangers manager or managing British football. But um, he's taken it because why the fuck not? It's like me. Absolutely, it's, I. It's like you've been at work and someone saying, "Look, there's a job for roles um, four grades higher than you. Do you want it?" You go, "Aye, I'll take that." And then you get in it, and you're not necessarily prepared. That's not to say that he's not going to turn into some. Maybe he will be successful with Angels. I mean, he won't because I, ju- I just, I just think, I, I just think he's he's very quickly adapt. Uh, like he's very quickly, you know, taking on the the. Arrogance that comes with that football club. I just, I just, I, I don't. Aye, well, he's been directed that way. You've got to imagine. Well, aye, but well, but see, so, at the so same far. time, no, you're a human. You're a human being. You're your own man, and I just feel as if he he seems very arrogant and just that kind of typical Rangers mentality that he's been very you've quickly. Got to play the crowd. You've got to play the crowd. I, he, he is playing Which? to the crowd absolutely, but it's it's just. That's the point. Done perfectly as well with that comment before the. I don't know if it was before the game or a week or two ago. That he at the he with Rangers, he's got the best squad in Scotland. Aye. It's the, I know you need to get the fans on the side, but don't say something that's just sheer sensical. It's a fantasy almost. Fantasy. It was always going to get hammered for that comment. But it's the it, it, the funny thing was the whole thing that happened before the game, and that he was his assistant said that he'll need to change his team talk. Don't be too hard on the players because when they were doing their warm up, they were all shiting themselves. <laughs> they were all shiting themselves. Aye. I would have. Apart- if I was in that Angels team, I'd be shiting my Apparently, pants. they were all shiting themselves and looked all nervous and all that. So, the assistant was like, you'll need to put an arm around them instead of going through them. I don't. I, I genuinely think. I, I don't think that squad respect them. A bit like what happened to Dyla. But already, only a few weeks in, I think. I think those players will get him the sack pretty soon. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, do you know what? This is what I genuinely think, right? See Kenny Miller, right? See if he signs a new contract. Right? Apparently, they're still they're kind of. Con- he'll be there, but he'll be there, Commons. I think that. I also think he's got it in the back of his mind. I could uh, take this oh, job. Can we? You know, fucking this guy goes out, and all of a sudden there's a wee, a wee space, wee hole. I won't charge too much money. Get my wee foot in the. I genuinely think he's. I think I don't think those players will play for him. I think he's lost them already. I think shaking um, it before an old firm game. Was rumours that the boy asked not to play? Aye, we heard that from Louis, but who the fuck did Louis hear it from? I don't know. Somebody told me, but it's hilarious. Clearly not true. Oh, let's pretend that is. It's brilliant. Uh, so we can confirm that Terrell um, left um, the changing rooms because he was so scared. Hashtag shatter. Um, hashtag shatter. Hashtag Freddy Krueger. <laughs> um, 
So, so there you go. Um, looking at the uh, the kind of st- like how we played in terms of possession and stuff. Sixty six percent percent possession, fifteen shots, eight on target, six corners, um, eleven fouls. Sixty six percent in a cup final, national cup semi-final. final. Sorry, semi final um, against um, a derby rival. A derby rival, a, a, a club from the same city. But Joe, Joe, I found as well, which is quite as well for me. A wee bit is a bit of a spectacular fact was. Spectacular! <laughs> oh, no, 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 Celtic did not commit a foul in forty-five minutes of an old firm derby. Oh, you've said that, old firm there said again. The we were trying oh, to avoid, that, that's quite something. The fact of we were because they've got the intensity, the rivalry, the atmosphere. They find the fans players can get caught up in it a little bit. I mean, we have got Scott Brown in the team. We have Lustig as well. At times, can be Scott Brown quite, gets a bad really, quite really up for it and really kind of passionate, but. Obviously, we controlled the game so much that we were barely needing, needing to get the ball. Because that's the other thing as well, I find is we were the first to every second ball. Just about. We were always getting the second ball as well. First we were just to every second ball. Very well put. Aye. Um, Listen, so when, Lustig, when skulls need cracks, cracked, Lustig <laughs> or Brown, am I right? But I mean, no fouls committed in a no firm. Stop firm. saying old firm. Whatever you want to call it. Football game. <laughs> just get it right. Celtic Savco game. <laughs> That's better. They died. Um, they died. Quite um, impressive. Couple of questions. Um, El Cormaco um, always tweets in quite a lot. Thanks a lot for your patronage. Legend. <laughs> Our Rangers, uh, and he's put the wee asterisk beside Rangers, <laughs> um, now so shite we should do a Bayern did and uh, give them some money to help them out or no. loan them some youth players or should we fuck it and enjoy the lols? Absolutely yeah. enjoy the lols. Enjoy yes, the can we, uh, can we like that tweet? That was, that <laughs> Three, was tremendous. Two, one. And just when you see your Twitter and you see that when this like came in, this is when we were recording the podcast, so like. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Tweet of the day. Tweet of the day. Um, few other ones. Um, is Callum McGregor, this is from Daniel McGowan, is Callum McGregor the greatest human being to ever walk the earth? Um, that's yes. Ta- that's Tam Rogic, but... He's close. He's close. Um, Colin Slavin asks, when are the Rangers coming? <laughs> uh, I'd like that one. Well, I like that one as well, Bowd. like that one. Uh, Louis, this is from Alan, Alan Edgar. Um, close friend, Alan Edgar. Um, oh, Alan from the parish. Uh, hi. Uh, what moisturiser do the cynics use? I'm looking at Louis and Kieran because I don't use moisturiser. Do you know <laughs> Water? Is- <laughs> Uh, I can't even remember the brand, but it's like a wee green, uh, kind of almost spherical thing. Uh, co-op zone <laughs> moisturizer? No, no, it's the good stuff, man. It costs well, about six quid. I fuck that. Jesus I Christ. use a uh, Nivea for men. One. Here, he's he's <laughs> <laughs> he's he's wild with a moisturizer, man. <laughs> See in the gym, wild in the gym. It takes you about twenty-five minutes to do your face. Shut up. Aye. Jason, we need to prepare for the loss of Patrick Roberts' um, possible replacements, but I think we'll kind of look at that towards the end of the season because um, now is not the end time. End of season pod. End of season pod. Although Brendan, I think, came out today and said a couple of additions. Yeah, I think he, ma- I think he said a couple two, of quality ones. Well, two quality. Quality. Um, the, the phrase he used was couple, the, the headlines reported to. So. He previously said as well that it was a defender and a midfielder he wants. Well, what's another midfielder? And a winger. Uh, and a striker and a central defender because obviously I did say I think he said four players and a goalkeeper he says I think see when he says quality I think he means two high end Sinclair level I think think we will I think we will um, probably make 
we'll bring in some players and take more than two, right? But I think but what he's saying is two, two first really high the actual quality. Of the James side. McCarthy was pictured in the Vicky Bart. Aye, um, nah, not for me. But I don't think he would. Great. I don't think he'd input. Uh, Louis <laughs> Tom Rogic the greatest Tam. Yep. Um, feet Tam. feet he Tam's feet he is not fit no maybe not no um, he does still look absolutely close. whacked that post that but shot oof ah, cracked exactly. the post cracked it that's because <laughs> because that's that's Tam you're trying to put slander on the boy say he's no fit Norris <laughs> he still <laughs> he, he came inches for scoring a stunning goal by the way when did Armstrong do where is he He's probably still running about that fucking bitch. Because um, he's a high-energy midfielder. Aye. Uh, um, boom. Um, saying someone isn't fit is in no way slanderous. It's just the... Well, it wasn't positive enough. Still, he's still I'm coming sure back. You, I'm sure the comment yesterday from him was, at one point of the game, he was he, he said that that tar man can't... I don't even know where he is. I've not seen him in the pitch. And then Smash had that shot off the post. Who said this? You? That's typical Chris Gale. No, was it me? You weren't, I haven't watched the game with you. No, you? but you told me this afterwards. It was talk. Sir Manny. Sir Manny was making the joke because Robert oh, was Sir so Manny. good. Remember, he used to come on the podcast. Sir Manny, where are you, fella? Oof. And Brian. Shots Oof. fired. Shots the listen- called Do you know the, the listeners... Uh, listeners list- are probably quite happy Brian's not on. <laughs> the listeners <laughs> probably... <laughs> The, the listeners are from probably thinking from the people up. you met they're co- probably quite happy when I'm on somebody's <laughs> not going to enjoy tonight's pod anyway yeah <laughs> the listeners are probably thinking who's Brian Sermani never heard of him because I'm not on the bloody Shots podcast fired um, Sermani and Brian listen up and get back involved or Louis going to come and uh, get, get at ya um, looking ahead to Saturday it's uh, a league game at Ibrox it's we want obviously our now that we've got the final hopefully you know, a final is a final, but hopefully Aberdeen will shite it again and we'll absolutely smash them by about 40 0. Um, that'll probably happen, let's be honest. Aye, <laughs> 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 right, trebles in the bag. <laughs> but so, 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 just taking the treble chat out of the way at the moment, we've got um, Rangers at Ibrooks on Saturday. Obviously, we want to keep our unbeaten run going because we've got the. I, I, I'm, I keep saying, I said the last couple of weeks, I don't really care, but we're so close that you, it is quite mouthwatering oh, that we can do it. An invincible treble. Yeah, well, that just sounds real, that really nice. Yeah, like that, didn't you? I kill? love that. And oh, he's right. Oh, that's a DVD title right Nobody there. Nobody is going to match that ever. He's doing a wee sassy head dance thing yeah. as well. Do you know who will <laughs> watch it? Us next season, Kieran. True. Because we won't lose. I, sorry, we won't drop points. Nah, that won't happen. Uh, so, looking at going to Ibrox, obviously it's... Is, am I right in thinking I could check, but I'll just see if you guys know. Is it... Ibrox then Potodri? Uh Yeah. I uh, then Partick after that. that. I'll check. But we've we got St. Johnson. We've got Ibrox. No. We've got Ibrox and then Pataudry. Pataudry is a Friday night. Is it? It certainly is. Lovely. Well, I think oh. it Are you get up? You want to? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> just I think it's a Friday after the old firm. Oh, there he goes again. Oh, Can we get a collection? Can we get a count? Uh, what do you call it? The Celtic and Rangers derby, Celtic and Rangers match, the Rangers, Rangers match. So the Rangers There is no old firm, Kieran. So Celtic and the Rangers. That's what I said. You said Rangers. Oh, come on. I'm the asshole because I... Don't I, be I, so pedantic. Don't be so pedantic, Mr. Old Firm. Exactly. <laughs> you're getting slagged off, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but how'd have a word with your flatmate? He's the worst. 
Um, okay, just looking. anyway. Who cares about pathology? We're right, going there on okay. Saturday, and we're getting we're cleaning up. Right, Castle Grey Skull. Yes, um, which is the Rangers Stadium. Um, thoughts on how we uh, start with Chris Bowd. Chris Bowd, would you take a draw? <laughs> you just see maintain the unbeaten run. See for the purpose of the league in the unbeaten. You're fucking all who you hosting off. You just get um, bossed. I'd probably take, take a draw for every league game going. If uh, you know what I mean, unbeaten. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? I'd rather lose um, one and win all the other ones. No, no, nah, wouldn't. Yeah, that's stupid. But uh, nah, we're gonna pump them in. No, like, in all seriousness, let's not. We'll get predictions in a minute because this is essentially one of two massive games we've got because ultimately we really want to put them in their place uh, and we want to put them in their place I, I'd like the, the thing I think I'd love to see Celtic do is to go to Ibrox and really turn them over like score quite a few goals but are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god about <laughs> <laughs> the thing and I thought he was going to pass out or die um, are you okay? <laughs> I'll survive you <laughs> my god what have I just witnessed? Um, but anyway, I'd like to see, I'd like to see us go to Ibrox and really turn them over. Um, let's say that Scott Brown his appeal is upheld or what's the word? Declined, Declined. rejected. <laughs> rejected. I don't see that. Right, okay. Let's say he doesn't win his appeal and he's papped ba- it. banned. Right, he's papped it. As he's patched, um, as as we'd say. Um, Old Mason's up the SFA halls. <laughs> Decline his appeal because <laughs> a clear, clear yellow card tackle <laughs> that would have taken over the threshold anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, would have missed the games. But no, um, would you play Kowasi? No. Why? Because you'll be sent off within the first twenty minutes. He's too raw. He's too rash. He's too young. He's fucked. The boy. The boy. We signed him. He looks mental. <laughs> It looks <laughs> mental. He needs to calm down. It does need to calm down. And I, well, I, what, you, but listen, he's played. To, he's, he's not. He's not been sent off. No, in his I, career. No, yes, he, he has. I he has. sent off. Probably. I just I wanted to say that. Mind, reacted, mind, did it, mind the video of him when he was like greeting and all that when he gets sent off. He was rolling about the ground and all that. No. Aye. Good God. Anyway, the guy play him. He, he would. He, honestly, he would get sent off. I love the way you're giving us a guarantee that he would get sent off. No, Louis <laughs> lock of the week. It's your lock of the week. Yeah, if if he's starting, I'm putting money on him getting sent off. Right, oh. uh, Bow, did you play him? Is this not the perfect game to embed him into what Scottish football is about in terms of hatred? <laughs> in terms of bad referee decisions? And in terms of um, being completely back, backs against the wall? Um... It's it's got those elements. It's also got the element of you know, it's a team that's just far worse than we are. We're a lot stronger than them, so it gives them that element. You know, we're yeah, the dominant a, force in easy, Scottish I mean, football. Easy, an easy, them in. Easy an easy them in. away like game, like a bath, like an old man in a bath. Uh, no, don't use that as a metaphor. <laughs> okay, ever again. Uh, <laughs> I, I would, I, I would, no, I would not be adverse to playing him. I'm not saying he's definitely he's in my first choice lineup, but I'm not adverse to. I'm not Louis. Are you to the answers? No. If you're Brendan Rodgers, do you play him? Yes. Or that's no? the biggest cop out. I mean, I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. No, I'm, the- I'm, I haven't chosen my lineup. Do you know who he is? Becky Bowie. Becky Bowie. I've seen the red cards. You're picking on me. <laughs> These two clowns. <laughs> have you seen him play for Celtic? About ten times. <laughs> Was he two two <laughs> times off the bench? Twice. Um, he started once. 
as well. But, but anyway, um, so yeah. Kieran, would you play? You would they play him? You'll be oh, experience. Blah, 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 I do. Blah, blah, blah. I, do. I think he's, I think he sold beat on ten minutes ago, but he's playing him in Saturday. I'm about to say that. I think I'd say better him. But that's the question. I mean, is Rogic fit enough? But then I suppose I don't think Rogic is fit enough, and I think as well also the fact of. Do you see that you shot see against him? the post? Ball. Uh, what was that? One Ball. shot. Ball. Um, but uh, you know we were talking about how obviously well, they're going to have to come out the blocks, they're going to have to put in a performance, so I think we want an extra midfielder in there so that we win the midfield battle. Yeah, yeah. Abu's so a midfielder. that's why. Boom. <laughs> uh, but he's a very inexperienced midfielder. Please so that's, then. Why we'll, that's why I'm saying we'll probably play Bitton instead of Rogic, so it'll be like Bitton, Armstrong and McGregor. See, that I would, would be a midfield three. In terms of... No. So you've, you've got... Tam, it's going to be. I'll tell you the team now. You carry on. Armstrong, Aye, Armstrong, McGregor. McGregor's going to fill in the brown role, and Tam will start. Shut up, And Tam, Tam will start his natural, his natural number ten position. That's what's happening. Um, Tam's. I don't right. understand how anybody could see any different. He's <laughs> not fit. You're just making these random, random. I don't know how anyone can see it any different. Roger hasn't fit. Roger hasn't yeah. close to being fit. There's no. There, what is the point of? See if you put Roger in, they'll go out to do him again. They, they try to do him on Sat on on Sunday, and he, he got away with it just because. It didn't another week. Like another week of training. I I just don't think he's fit. I would I would leave. I'd leave him for Petodri, which is I, I essentially a tougher a, game. A tougher game. I would leave him for Petodri. Um because he's just he, so honestly, who, who are you right, who are you playing then I would, pay, I would pay I would pay Bowie Armstrong and McGregor uh, Bowie. I would and then we'll be done to 10 men then Tam will <laughs> never get on he's <laughs> <laughs> see, see if a Bowie comes on and starts and it gets sent off <laughs> do you I, know what we'll give you props pal but um, I, I'd, I'd play a Bowie Armstrong and McGregor I think it's the perfect game for I'd make Tierney captain Although Lustig is vice captain, we'll no, playing. Lustig would call that. You can have it for a wee game. All right, wee man. All right, wee man. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That sounds terrific. So he is going to be the next. Captain. I would. Uh, we, all know, we all know that. Well, that's we? what Tom Boyd said when we, we interviewed Tom Boyd. We had him. He talked about Kieran Tierney, and he says maybe Kieran Tierney isn't the loudest on the pitch in terms of like commanding the way that Scott Brown commands respect. But that comes from experience, and uh, Kieran Tierney is Celtic. And I fully agree with that. Kieran Tierney absolutely epitomises embodiment. But not not only not club. only ha- exactly not only is a fan, not only does he understand it, but we've got a very proud tradition of fullbacks, and he is in that mould of uh, old school fullback. And Kieran Tierney, I hope, will be around long enough to be a captain for fifty in a row. And he's which is in forty well, years. <laughs> he's also dead good. I don't know if you mentioned still, that. Uh, he's good. I would give the armband to Bowie. Gives him that added <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> Less lightly. Till they can get it for the remaining eighty minutes. Um, the thing, in all seriousness, though, like um, you know, like pressure and, uh, and all that. Bowie is a young African player who played in Russia, so he knows about hatred from the pitch, and he knows about um, that poisonous atmosphere so it's not like he's going to come into these this game and be shocked by anything um maybe he is too raw but in terms of to play every week at this point in time because he doesn't know this club but if you're if you these are the games these are the games that we can experiment a little bit and it's not like he's not good he, he clearly he's of a very high standard because the money we paid for him he played in the europa league last season um i'd play him brendan rogers started them for the first 10 minutes he said he thought he'd signed his brother did he? Aye. 
Brendan Rogers said I, I, I was because he started so poorly. He was like, I think we've signed his brother. A bit like we've done with Bangura. Did we not get the ring, Bangura? <laughs> no. no. There was another Bangura, but that's all nonsense. I would did. <laughs> oh, we got a shite one in the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just scared. Yeah, he's just pish. But, um, so, I mean, you're looking at that, right, you've got... Um, okay, so, Ibui or Rogic or Bitton. <laughs> just not decided. Um, or go total left field and bring in Henderson just for the hell of it. Um, Hen- poor Hendo, which one? Oh, or his brother? You just said a thing about a brother. So. I wish Bangura's first name is Barry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Barry Bangura. <laughs> Should I call the podcast Barry Bangura? <laughs> Big Baza Banga. <laughs> Baza Banga. Um, fucking hell. This is descended in a farce. Um, but it's because we're all... I'm going to do that thing I do see if you're still listening at this point in the <laughs> podcast can you tweet us and tell us uh, yeah aye if you've, if you've got to an hour and eight minutes tweet us because I don't think I will when I'm listening back um, but I've, obviously if we're going to I mean the team pretty much picks itself um, would you go with the same sort of backline on Saturday would you go with essentially the it's same the team it's the same team Griff with, obviously uh, up front um, and uh, and uh, Big Abu. Are you picking a boot? Yeah. Why not? Aye. I know. I agree. I think. I think. You I really want. I really want to see him play. I think he's going to be. I think so. I'm. I'm. I'm excited. I think I was excited. When, are you still? <laughs> he's still on Barry Bangura. <laughs> I've never known someone to laugh so much at their own joke. <laughs> Kieran. Yeah. Who, who would you play? Would you just would you play just the same team with the exception of Griffiths starting over Dembele because he's injured and Bitton? Nah, I don't want Bitton. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> no, I'm just kind of getting in the, the psyche of Rogers. I think that's what he would do. So like what? So there. what would Kieran Hearn do? That's what the listeners want to hear. That's why we have a podcast to give our fucking opinions, asshole. I think this is what Brendan Rogers would do. <laughs> fucking. Oh, he's, he looks like he's going to walk out. Uh, do you know what? I would do Rodic. Rodic, he's no fit, but fuck it, he'll still pump them. So, aye. <laughs> Rodic's in there. A half fit Rodic is still going to rip them. That's just what we like. On yourself. Get, get Armstrong, you can just stay back at the road. In your wee defensive well, role. Well, <laughs> McGregor in there with the feet. Preach, brother. The pace. Keep going. Between <laughs> them. Do you think, why do you think <laughs> I'm against any of this, Louis? <laughs> Touch your people going. MC Louis bringing up Harpoon here. Yeah. Uh, if you could tweet us uh, on yourself, Kieran, um, to Anonymous <laughs> for finally putting his, uh, his own thoughts on the line. But, yeah, so, I mean, essentially, we'd look at the same sort of team with two changes. These dickheads want Rogic. We want a buoy. Let's, uh, Let's see who's right. Let's meet in the uh, middle. And uh, well, and also, can you tweet, <laughs> if you're still listening, can you tweet on yourself, Kieran, and can you tweet if you would play either no, Easy to do the poll uh, on top. Polls are rubbish. Hashtag Look, Barry Bangura. That's a good Hashtag. idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a poll out. We'll put a poll out. Oh, fuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> putting a poll out. <laughs> this, is, this is bound putting a poll out. We'll put a poll out. Tweets getting messages. <laughs> Keith going to put a poll out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, um, Keith. Thanks, in advance. Keith, for all your hard work. Um, predictions for Saturday. Um, Rangers at Ibrooks. Louis. Uh, I, I'm going to. Do you know the name of the title of the podcast? It's going to be Bang Bang Barry Bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. 
<laughs> oh come on we can't do this the people the people are going to turn off I want to go. I want to go with two now. <laughs> He's a professional. We do something because the listeners are going to go. What the hell is going on here? Sorry, right, sorry, predictions. Alright, so I'm going to go two now. I, don't, I just don't think we'll score enough goals. So the same score. We're still controlling. I mean, it'll be like another dominant, dominant. Do you think it's just like yesterday was? But I just don't feel we'll create enough chances and convert enough of the chances for it to be a, a spanking like a four or five. I would love that. Do you, think we'll be, do you think we'll be up for it as much? I think the players will I think be up we'll, for it. We'll be up for not getting beat. But I think that's more, I think more of a case of now is a case of not losing. I, I think they're definitely going to be more fired up for this than what we will. They'd have to. to I mean, to after be that honest, they, they have to score. I would expect them to score. I, I'm going to go 2-1 Celtic. See, to be honest, see... Um, it's going to be a different game. When we did our uh, preview podcast... Um, I thought we'd concede, but they are really, really poor. Now, I mean, we should remember that for the last sort of 10 minutes, we gave away 10 or 15 minutes of the game on Sunday, yesterday. We gave away two or three big chances. Um, Waghorn's chance that at header. the back, that chance at the header, I don't know how he didn't score that. That's That should have been a goal. He'd like a biscuit to him. Um, uh, Kenny, Miller had, Kenny Miller had... Brought out a couple of good saves from Craig Gordon. Save was that? Was that did Dodo not have a save? Out of Dodo had a shot as well. Got, yeah, uh, I'm doing the action for the pod. <laughs> He's doing the, the cross. cross uh, um, yeah, so he had a save from that, and he had a save from um, Kenny Miller. The Dodo one was a quite a comfortable save, so you can see he had that. But the Wycons one probably should have at least got on target, and um, the one with Miller as well. Uh, but how do, how do you feel? Do you think it will go the same way as it did on Sunday on Saturday? It won't be the exact same game. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> no! The <laughs> thing won't? I've ever heard anyone say. It won't be the exact same well, game. Well, okay, it was a different stadium. Are you finished? No, I mean, not even close. <laughs> Sorry. A perfectly reasonable statement. It's not. We're not going to just walk out and dominate them. It's not going to be the same game. No, you said it would be the exact same. Yeah. Game. Because I like to be factually correct, <laughs> accurate. Sorry about going. Um, no, fuck his home. <laughs> Done. It's a walkout. It's a, a BGS. Um, I no. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll dominate them. They will. They'll they'll give a bit more because it's a uh, uh, eye brooks. Um, <laughs> you said all the classics. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we'll still beat them. I think it'll be a good three-one-four-one. Think we'll concede though. Yeah, it's always possible. I think. I think. That, I think the point that you made earlier was true. I think they're going to have to really come at us because they can't. This is their last um, sort of chance to take. This is their last chance to stop us from going unbeaten this season. <laughs> Not See, being able to beat us at uh, all in a season. Aye. That's going to hurt. If they were to beat us, it would be their league title. Yeah. That's, and that's a, and wee, we that's we a wee shame for we, them. We can't allow but them that's what they any are, happiness. That's they are. Um, we must crush them. I'm going to enjoy this one on Saturday. I don't know about you, but I, I was quite nervous about the, the semi-final just because of what was at stake with the treble and stuff. This one, as I've said 
I'm not massive on the whole unbeaten run thing, but I'm going to enjoy this one. I think at the weekend because really, see it once you it doesn't matter. See once really. you perform, you go over that nervous semi. You can just <laughs> <laughs> just go right for it, Lee. This show has been fast. <laughs> <laughs> and quite often, don't you, Mel? Um, speaking from experience, <laughs> we had a really good like five years, <laughs> sixty minutes or something, and then it's all went beat. Um, so, um, <clears throat> you you think three or four one? Um, you think two 0 Two or three 0 Two 0 Louis, what did? I, what was your prediction? Or have you given one yet? Two one. Two one. Uh, I think we'll probably concede. But I, th- I think we'll probably win 3-1. Three, three I think it'll be... Uh, as I say, it's going to be a different type of game because they are going to actually have to come out and attack us and because of that, there's going to be so much space in behind for Griffith, Griffith, Griffiths. And I think he actually might start um, James Forrest on Saturday. I think I don't he know might. after Roberts' performance, but I just in mean the first half, I think it could earn him to stay in the street. Oh, team. no, I, th- I think Patrick Roberts should start, but I think he might bring in Forrest. Um, for his um, defensive for the counter for the counter running r- running with the ball Patrick Patrick's great he's one of the best players we have um, I would still play it I'd still play him but he I slows th- it down Paddy to a certain extent because he likes to square them up aye he, he likes, likes to, to take people on and beat them um, but I, I think to be more back to front as quickly as possible more direct he might bring on Forrest and do you know what I'm, I'm not that's fine I just want us to go out and if we perform to our standard, then we will beat them. It's, it's that simple. Because they, let me ask you this, Chris: Is there any player in their squad that you would even consider for from a squad position? I'm racking my brain. Their best player, I think, he won their best player of the season is Kenny Miller. That's their best player. I think their best player is a goalkeeper. I think he's he really he, has come on to a game. That he's point. had a couple of performances against us. I'll give him that. Um, but then he, he wouldn't displace Gordon. He might be our backup keeper if you're talking about a squad player. Bailey's been on the bench the last couple of weeks. Because the first is out under. Is he out injured? He, he, he uh, an operation. He's back. Oh, shit, he's, he's back now. He's got an ankle. Again. He an ankle operation. All oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. That explains that then. Um, Sean Zolio, um, again, uh, someone who tweets quite a lot. Thanks for getting involved. As Rangers are so shite, what should we use as a barometer of our success in the future? We could be caught, could is in block gaps. Uh, we could be caught with our pants down in the Champions League. Uh, it's a fair point. It's one we've always kind of had to deal with. Yeah, I don't think Rangers being... Um, Aberdeen are more of a barometer now. Yeah. and Beating Aberdeen at Pataudry. E- even when Rangers... Um, the previous incarnation were a strong side Celtic then had to put up with the fact that we had four really difficult games a season um, and then went into Europe and had to perform Yeah, so it's not a huge difference um, relying on the likes of Aberdeen and Hearts giving us a game but that's the thing though like when you've got this is my point about Griffiths um, Griffiths has improved as, <coughs> as a player because he's had to so Dembele's came in and he's up the standard of what being a centre forward at Celtic is, um, and Griffiths has improved on that because last season he didn't really have any competition. When we when the first incantation or carnation or whatever of uh, Rangers were there, they did pushes because if you I mean, I mean we remember if you dropped a point, it was disaster. If you dropped 
even you know if you drew with a team it was a disaster like we're talking about Martin O'Neill's time this kind of brings us into the yeah. point from and we uh, still as a team have that expectation but it just doesn't have the impact 30, we can draw 30 odd points of clear I mean, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a domination aye um, Alex uh, McDee um, terrific dancer how does this treble season compare to the last <coughs> so the last treble was 2000-2001 it was Martin O'Neill's first season um, and that kind of brings into that I think we have won this treble at a canter we fully deserved it and we've played some tremendous football doing it but I just feel when we did it under O'Neill in that first season Rangers had a team of you know <laughs> whether they got them legitimately or not or whether you know the EBTs and all that there they had a team of legitimate international stars you know the De Boers and uh, Claudio Reyna and Tugai and these fantastic players who <clears throat> pushed us and made us better and made us have to completely change how, how we develop and we recruited and that's why we brought in Sutton and Lennon and uh, Larson was obviously there already uh, Valharan was brought in as well what do you guys think? It's a tough one there. it was amazing obviously we'd, we'd stopped um, 10 in a row not that long before but it was still a period where as a Celtic fan, um, especially a third generation, you weren't used to winning. And Martin O'Neill came in and made us the dominant force in Scotland very quickly, very effectively, with some great players, as you said. So that treble was, spe- any treble special, but that treble was, um, that was really special. This season, the, the, there are parallels. I mean, when we got Martin O'Neill, it was, wow, it's a big manager. I mean, Leicester, maybe not the biggest team in the Premiership, but Martin O'Neill had done amazing things with him. He was one of the most respected managers in Leeds wanted him when they had all that money. They, they tried to get him. And and then to get Brendan Rodgers again, last year, before he came in, you would have thought, we're not going to pay out the money. You needed to get Rodgers in. It was a surprise when we got him. Um, it, was a, it was a coup, and it, it was the same with Martin O'Neill. Um, this is. <laughs> he said. He said. He said. Coo there. He said. Coo like it's a cow. <laughs> he knows what he did. It's a word. <laughs> um, but if, it's a really good if, point, if, if we get the um, if we get the invincible treble, then that just adds a little. little yeah, I think that it. that would be an extra added. What about yourself, Kieran? What's your in comparisons with? Yeah, same as both you guys. Um, I think it's just the fact of with both managers they've kind of come in with this kind of aura which has really lifted the club yeah. not just the players but the fans uh, the whole backroom staff everything the whole the whole club has lifted from the, like for instance with the previous season when before Neil came in and for obviously before Roger came in it was obviously wasn't doing really well and it's just a quick turnaround of making the club big again and being successful because I mean for both of them I mean when a treble was no mean feat at all um, but Rogers could go that one wee step with an invincible treble, which I like the sound of. I think the first one under Martin O'Neill was kind of, as Bowd kind of alluded to, kind of re-establishing us as the best team in the country, whereas I feel with if Brendan does it this time, it's more taking us to a next level. You know, we're building... We've already been winning titles. We're already, you know, yeah. six now. Yeah, yeah. But we're, we're progressing up to a level that we've maybe never been at before in terms of the whole club is changing in a great way and he wants to push us on into Europe and, and, and really be there and compete rather than just kind of take the money and run. 
Um, doesn't really take the money run. Doesn't really work well, does it? <laughs> well, we, we have to run in the group games physically, and we take the money for doing so. Cool. Um, that's great. <laughs> uh, I think we're done. Can I wrap this up? Because uh, we were supposed to talk about lots of other stuff, but we just didn't get to it. Um, did you watch the Hibs and Aberdeen game, Louis? Uh, the semi-final. Just, to, I mean, we all know this anyway. We now have Aberdeen in the final of the Scottish Cup. Um, I really enjoyed the Hibs and Aberdeen game. Did you guys watch and enjoy it? Did Aberdeen, that's a rubbish. I thought. I thought oh, as oh. soon as Hibs got scored that goal to get back into it, to I think it was Grant Holt, terrific yep. goal. Um, I actually thought there was only going to be one winner from that point of view. I thought Hibs then obviously the equalise, and I thought Neil Lennon's very harsh. In his um, post-match interview, um, he basically called. But he was him. right. Uh, and st- I'm not, you know, Neil Lennon's Neil Lennon. He's he's a passionate guy, and I'm sure there's a. What did he actually say? Well, at this point, it. people who haven't seen it don't know. Oh, sorry, yeah. So Neil Lennon basically said that um, you know the team let themselves down. It was a pathetic performance, um, and just was very negative in terms of how they performed. Um, actually mentioned uh, McGeer and said he's got that in him, but again he's injured, and you know this is the story of his career, sort of thing. Um, said a lot of. Um, yeah, I, I get maybe he wa- maybe he was just disappointed, but I thought Hibs as soon as Hibs equalised that Hibs were definitely going to win it. I thought they performed okay to lose two goals to lose the goals the way they did. I mean, to lose a goal after thirteen seconds was yeah, shocking. Considering they'd won the ball back initially, uh, and they still screwed it. I mean, I know, that, 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 that he can't. He is right. He can't do that. Uh, especially in a semi final. I mean, it's well, I mean, the winning goal was unfortunate. That deflection does take it away from the keeper. Yeah, I'd oh, say if there was no deflection, it's close to the keeper. So with what four minutes to go, that's that's a really hard one to take. Let me ask you this: um, Are you happier with Aberdeen in the final or Hibs? Would you, if you had the option to choose? Because I would, I'm happier with Aberdeen. I don't think either of them pose a massive threat. I I, I really wasn't impressed with Aberdeen at the weekend, and Hibs, Hibs would probably have a bit more about fight. Aye, Um, but yeah, so that's our game. Messi scored his five hundred five hundredth goal. Meh, meh. Who cares? Uh, He's not a better badger, am I right, bud? No. Great insight. I didn't hear what you said. He's no Callum <laughs> McGregor, I'll tell you that. No Callum McGregor. Uh, Cal Mac is our, we're going to start doing this from now on, I've just decided that Cal Mac is our player of the week. No, he's not. Thomas. Nah, Thomas. It's Tom Logic. Uh, I've got Naz. Of course it's Lustig. Um, did you see that pass with the first goal? Tell you who it is, isn't he? <sighs> Armstrong. Hairstrong. Oh. Uh Props to Bowd for using Ibrooks describing Ibrooks. That was hilarious. Um, but that's our pod. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry for what happened. Apologies. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening to our podcast. We are all, we are the ninety minute cynic. We are on iTunes. If you search for, I know I've got a big hole in my trousers. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! It's massive. It's a lot bigger oh, than I thought. I don't want to be looking up there. Um, <laughs> I'll look it up there. Uh, so we are the ninety minute cynic. Um, you can search for us on iTunes, iTunes uh, on your phone, <laughs> just search at 90 Minute Cynic. We're also on Spreaker, Spreaker.com slash the 90 Minute Cynic. What else are we on? What other platforms? Twitter, Facebook. No, no, not that. People. Just people. <laughs> from the, from the um, you did the wee video for. Um, I've I done it. The Pocket Cast is the one I use on Android. I don't know. Um, but literally any podcast app that you've got, search name and it's like, and if we're not there, 
tell us and we'll get there. Yeah, if we're, if we're not, whatever you use, if, if you can't get us through that, let us know and we'll, we'll certainly sort that out for you. Uh, we're mainly on Twitter, um, at 90 Minute Cynic. That's where we tweet out all our links. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash 90 Minute Cynic. Um, minute cynic. Um, Instagram, you, you've, you've restarted the Instagram. Yeah, I posted a picture yesterday. Posted a picture of the team sheet. I like that. I thought that was very good. Let's keep that up, sir. Uh, how's the flipboard? So, <laughs> Flipping great. <laughs> Flipping great. Um, but yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Just search for us, and I'm pretty sure you'll find us. But if you mainly search for, if you're on, or if you're friends with us, or follow us on Twitter, that's where we you'll get all our links for everything. Um, Do you know what I, I think we would all love to hear? What? See if you're you've, you're a new listener, a new follower. Let us know. Yeah, if you're a new, we, we don't often get to hear about the the new listeners and people just and discovering yourself, us for the first you know, time. Yeah, so if you've just started following us on Twitter. And also, if this is your first pod listen, please come back next week. It uh, usually is a bit better. That's a wee one off today. Oh, it was good. It was just, it was pretty yeah, before. Your wee squeals might put people off if they get their I'll be honest. Headphones up loud. That's going to deafen some people. I have the worst laugh going. <laughs> it's horrific. Um, think deliverance. Um, but so, um, but I'd like that one. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to start saying squeal, piggy? I don't know. <laughs> no, I was wanting you to yeah, like that. Um, this has been a shambles. <laughs> but we are the 90 Minute Cynic. Christopher Bowd. You're welcome. Well, that fantastic podcast. <coughs> event. I thought you were talking to me. You are saying it to me very angrily, but thanks, Bowd. Louis McCaffrey. Thanks for having me. Kieran Haddon. Fun as always. I'm Chris Gallagher. We are the 90 Minute Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road. Oh, God, on, how did I get here? I do not know. I just woke up. I'm a strange show. This woman's clearly out of her mind. She's covered in shame.